Welcome back to Work in Agile, everyone. Today, in this session, we're going to talk about people in your team that may be coasting. How do you navigate around that? How do you deal with that as a leader uh, or a team member? How do you hold each other accountable? So buckle up, everyone. We're getting straight into it. Here we go. Yeah, we're just getting started. I'm just doing it. Okay. You're not even going to say good morning no, to no. you or pretend no. to do that sort of stuff. Okay, no. cool. That's we'll, good. We'll fix it up uh, in the intro. So just <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, so can we define what, what that means? What is coasting? All right. So we don't want team. This is like a hard line, right? Because we don't want teams to be burnt out. And some POs, if they're in... That can, if they have that kind of authority to be in control of capacity, resourcing, and all that, or other leaders, whatever it may be, um, they, they they want people to be working at 100%, even if it's doing something useless. Whereas we as agile professionals want effective things done quickly. Um, so for us, resource utilization is not the first priority. It's probably the second. First is doing the right thing and then using your resources to do it. Um, so when we, when I see people with capacity, I think that's sometimes a good thing because sometimes they need to be available. You don't want, like we've said in previous episodes, you don't want a fire, you don't want a fire man, um, being busy for the sake of being busy when we need them available to put out a fire if it happens. And, um, and also you can do your development and all that sort of stuff. So, so how do we identify? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of beating around the bush. I'll get to the point now. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm listening to you. Yeah. All I'm right. listening. Well, so. you're also interrupting. So <laughs> I, I am, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm explain, just I'm just trying to explain that you, I want you to finish because I've, I've yeah, you've triggered me, but go. Okay, cool. So I personally, I, um, I don't, I don't necessarily want people to be a hundred percent busy for the sake of being busy i want to make sure we're doing the right thing and we're getting those good things done quickly and then and then if people have capacity cool you can put bring in new work or you can do your development or whatever but i don't want you being busy i don't want people focusing on hey that person's only got eight points in the sprint as opposed to everyone else who has 12 points without even asking the question oh they might be helping other people or they might be developing uh doing self-development or something um, okay, so that's my mindset. That's where my mind is when people have capacity. And then and then it goes further when people um, have heaps of capacity and maybe they have tickets on the board that aren't legit, right? Like, um, oh, that's a, it's a five-pointer, but really it's taken them, really it's an email or really it's a small piece of code or something. Um, like it's a big piece of work, but really it's not. So they're inflating the size of the, the story um maybe to make themselves look like they're doing something um and maybe i don't know maybe they're just coasting maybe they're not focusing on the goal committing to the goal helping the team smashing it out you know maybe they're just coasting and so yeah um what do you do there like i've had scenarios where people have been like oh yeah i worked till 9 30 last night 
Um, and then the rest of the team are like, what, why you, you didn't have anything on? Like, were you doing nothing <laughs> all day? And then you had dinner and you watched Netflix and then you decided to log in at eight, eight thirty, and then work till nine thirty. Like, like, do you know what I mean? So this kind of BS, mm-hmm. how, how do we navigate around that? Mm. Uh, that was a lot I, there. I, I just spewed at you. That was, that was, that was a lot. Yeah. So getting back to the top, um, I think you're 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 right. We don't want people busy for the sake of being busy. Okay. Businesses employ people and they want people, they want they want to get value out of their the wages that they pay. So that's 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 businesses, right? So the the usual thinking, which has been around for well over a hundred years, when the first factory started to come out is you have to keep people 100% consumed so that you get more product built and therefore you can sell more stuff and therefore you can make more money and you can become richer. Yeah. Whereas the people who are on the factory floor or digging coal out of the mine are just, you know, get their minimum wage or whatever it is. That's that that's thinking is still permeates around business today. Slowly, slowly changing, but it's it's a it's a big, big change, right? For 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 the elites to give up their wealth to share around it. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting all political and socialist now. So, but, but you make you make a good. You don't point. want people. You you don't want people for the sake of, uh, to be busy for the sake of it. We as agile coaches and scrum masters don't want people to be busy for the sake of being busy because that's waste. <clears throat> yeah, and can I add uh, to that? how many times? Sorry, you can Go. sorry. Let me let me interject Go. real quickly. Um, if you if you're paying people to dig coal 12 hours a day you're going to get a certain amount of coal you know that you know that right maybe they get exhausted and they dig less mm-hmm. coal okay fine we can talk about that taking breaks but you know that you're paying someone for their time whereas you're paying people in in project teams for their time that's not necessarily the same thing they're not going to be delivering the same output just because they've worked the same amount of hours like it's different sorry you got like you got like dependencies and stakeholders, it's, and you got like all these other things that's going on. Of course, you can't, you can't course. just output, output, output. Of course, but don't you find it interesting that there's still an expectation that those people are hundred percent utilized all of the that's, time? It's an yeah, it's an industrialist mindset, right? It's yeah. an old school <laughs> mindset. We spoke about this yeah. in four day weeks. People are only productive yeah. three hours a day. Like, yeah, yeah, but they they still they. St- because profits, <laughs> Be- because profits, they still they still want, you know, and they still want to screw the screw the average worker, pay them whatever they can get away with, and get the most out of them. That's why that's why sweatshops still exist in in parts of the world. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what I was going to go on to say. Yes, you, you, how, how often do we have teams where they're, they're busy potentially for the sake of being busy and we say, what have you learnt this week or what have you learnt in this the last couple of weeks? And they go, oh, I was busy doing, doing the work, so I didn't back have to time back. to spend on, my, on myself. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have time to spend on myself. I didn't have time to learn that new thing. I didn't have time to sit with the developer and write the test cases before they'd started their they're developing mm-hmm. hand in hand with them to 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 increase my knowledge of stuff. I didn't have time, 
we hear that all the time. But getting back, getting to the end, and probably the topic of what we talk, we want to talk about today is um, when you have a person that is coasting or perceived to be coasting in the team, it's it's bad for the team's health because people know and that people notice. And uh, to your question about you know if they've got tickets on the board, it's the team's job to call it out. Like yes. if they haven't, if they haven't already called it out in the estimation session as a team no no, that's not five points yeah i disagree you know what so i think there it's okay well what happened in estimation it's not the person created a ticket just so that they could bludge on the rest of the team it really shows the importance of doing work doing that backlog together yeah like even if you have segregation of duties and yeah. one person is the only person that does this piece of work and so they size their own work like it's really important the team is across it so they can help with the estimation and th- and then as a, as a scrum master you know when you've got a decision to make about okay if if that ticket does get through the gaps and it's it's on the board and people are talking about you know do you call it out um in front of the team and take the person to task in front of the team uh, or do you take them aside and go, look, is, is that your, is that your task or is it the, you know, do you ask the, the pertinent question of the team and let them figure it out? Hmm. Are you asking theoretically or are you asking me specifically? Cause I have, I have an answer. I'm just, I'm just asking theoretically. So, oh, okay. so please answer, please answer. Oh, I was only going to answer if it was specifically. So no, I'll answer. I'll answer. So <laughs> um, yeah, like the the team. All right. So the the team should be the focus of everything authoritarian. <laughs> the, the team should be the boss. The team should be the leader. The team should take charge. Um, easier said than done. We need the right environment. We need the right system. We need the right leaders. We need the right trust. We need the right coaching. We need so many things to make the team the boss to be able to hold each other accountable. We look at the scrum guide and it's the team holds each other accountable to the work, right? Um, the team holds each other to the, accountable to getting the, the, the goal done. Um, so uh, if we don't have a team that has that kind of trust, that kind of speak up culture, um, which, you know- Or a leadership group. Or a leadership group, yeah. Look, I honestly, I've worked in uh, lots of teams in the past few years. Um, and I haven't really seen, I honestly haven't really seen a full team be able to hold, like challenge each other straight off the cuff, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so what I've been doing as a scrum master is challenging those tickets and, mm-hmm. and, and we have work on the board mm-hmm. for transparency, right? So transparency should be the storyteller, the transparency should be able to say, mm, that's BS. And so. I'm just reading the board. That's all I'm doing. I'm going, is this in progress? Yes. Okay. Um, and it's been in progress for uh, two two weeks. Um, what's changed? Oh, nothing. It's We're waiting for a stakeholder. We've been waiting for two weeks. Okay. So it's not in progress. It's blocked. Yeah. Well, no. No, it's in progress. Well, okay. How? <laughs> what's progressing? Do you know what I mean? I'm just reading the board. Yeah. 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 And yeah. honestly, the yeah. truth comes out. 
the truth always comes out. So you just read the board and you and you go, okay, um, uh, this this story is a an, a, an eight pointer, and it's been here for two months. It's been carrying over, sprint over, sprint over, sprint. What's going on? You know, you just mm. you just ask the why behind the, the the stories, and and what happens, and this is where it gets a bit bloody, is sometimes people that are coasting, you you tend to pick on those stories because those are the stories that don't have enough truth behind it. Do you know what I mean? Those are stories that don't have enough um, information behind it. So the people that are coasting, yeah, they, I think they get a bit upset. I think they can have an emotional reaction because you're just reading the board and it just happens to be that these particular stories, um, you can kind of smell the BS on it. Mm. So, so, so that's yeah. how so I'm that, holding the team accountable. The yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the question I'm posing then. So do you, do you directly, do you direct your questioning at, at the assigning of the ticket or at the team, and I think that's a that's a judgment call you need to make. Yeah. I think uh, if you if you build up enough trust in the team, then yeah, some some people will be able to take it, yeah, and others won't, and that you need to make that call. Um, agree, agree. Some to get the to best be out of yeah. yeah, to get the best out of the team because that's what you that's what you're there to do. You're there to help them, coach them to be a better team. Yeah. Um, and sometimes directly challenging a person in the team, you know, calling out the BS um, is the right way to do it. Yeah, and sometimes if I feel like I've been a bit unintentionally harsh, I will pick on someone who's quite diligent in their work. And do you know mm. what I mean? I'll just I'll kind of keep it fair and not pick on the person but the work. I'll just keep asking questions about the work to kind of show yeah. that I'm not picking on one, one person <clears throat> in particular. It's just I'm asking random questions about the work on the board and you happen to be accountable mm. for that piece of work. And so, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. So that's one way to deal with coasters then, is it? So we just talk about the work on the board and, and, and read the board. Is there another way that you deal with coasters, Adam? Usually I put my drink on them. Look, I inherently believe everyone is there to do their best. So yep. I I would be curious about like you, you can you can tell you you do know people are whatever you want to call it slacking off uh, relaxing. Um, there's probably a reason. So we we need to get in there and find out what makes them tick, and then get them and re-energized again. I I've, yes, I find agreed. it probably just a, la- a lack of a lack of energy. So what energizes them? Is there something else that we can get them involved with that gives them energy? Understand their strengths. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, maybe you could, you can do an exercise around, around that. Like a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the fruit salad thing. So, you Mm. you know, what are, what are people's motivators and, and those kind of things. And then you could, you could pull on those levers to, to get them re energized. Mm. Uh, I, I think it's, it's an energy thing. And yeah, really need to lean lean into that part of it. I don't think they come in on purpose to. How boring would that be? Like the the most boring job in the world, I would think, would be the guy or the lady that stands there holding the stop go pole at Roadworks. How mind numbingly boring would that be? I think people want to do something that's engaging and they think is adding value. So get them re-energized. I 100% agree. I don't think phasing someone out or managing someone out is the right 
approach. I think absolutely find find their strengths. Um, yeah. Yeah. If how, how you okay, if, work in to yeah. support them. If you're if you're in an environment where the the one of the earliest things is well, how do we get them out of the team because they're just they're coasting or slacking off or, or whatever it is, then uh, that rings alarm bells to me because That's you're not leadership. figuring. Yeah. You're not figuring out the the person. You're not figuring out what 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 makes them tick. What what triggers them to be better and bring their best every day. Yeah. Uh, if if you if your default stance is get them out, move them on, that's 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 horrible. Yep. I mean, as as a leader, as a manager, the person that hired them in the first place. You obviously hired them for a reason. You saw a spark in them, hmm. uh, but then you want to move them on. Like that's your fault. That's not their fault. That's your fault. Hmm. I I I completely agree. I think we need to. I think we need to be um, creating the right environments for our people, for our team, hmm. and that might be the right environment of psychological safety or team health, or it might be the right kind of work. Good hmm. chat, Adam. Mm. Uh, anything else? I don't always use a coaster. Is that is that bad? I don't ever use a coaster. Is that bad? Do you use a stubby holder? No. Wow. Okay. Cool. Good. Awesome. That's so, okay. Good. Just being real, you know. Keeping it real. <laughs> Keeping it real. I think I Do drink. You... I I I probably drink too quick for me to worry about that. You know. <laughs> It's, it often, it often put, doesn't land on the table, you know. <laughs> you never put it down long enough to yeah. create a, a divot on the table. Okay. Excellent. Good to know. Good to know. Don't yeah. get in a drinking game with Jordan. <laughs> I've got to cut it down now. It's just... Um... No. Okay. We've got to cut this out. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> No, I'm not an alcoholic. Okay. All right. Here's the truth behind why I said that. Because power bills are going up, inflation's going up, bills are getting tighter. And my wife and I are like, oh, what can we sacrifice to, you know, to bad to budget and to to save more? And um, and here I am talking about energy consumption, like, hey, babe, do you have to leave the lights on all the time? And she'd be like, Yeah, do you have to buy a slab of beer on the weekend? Okay. All right, I'm gonna stop drinking and um and then I'll have a go. So that was all probably uh, too much information and inappropriate. Um, and that's fine. <laughs> Today is the first of July. You could do you could do dry July. Um, I've got a wedding on Friday, so maybe you can't. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I can't. <laughs> Good anyway, chat. Good chat. All right. Uh, thanks Good everyone chat. for listening, and sorry for that last bit. Catch you next time. Thank you all for listening today. Uh, as usual, you can get us at uh, Adam Murray or Jordan Bailey on LinkedIn. Uh, we would love to uh, answer your questions or just uh, 
you know, give us a response to what you thought of that episode. We're also looking for people to interview. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some interviews on the show and we hope you enjoy those. But if you feel like coming and having a chat, feel free to give us a a ping on LinkedIn. Uh, And as always, be helpful. See you next time. Uh, Also, I'm going to be talking about... uh, That was a waste. Why did I say that? I just want to say I'm not an alcoholic. (laughs) Welcome back to Wake and Agile. Welcome back to Wake and Agile, everyone. And stop laughing, you bastard. (laughs) Got there. Excellent. There you go. You can have some bloopers.